Eagles Entertainment. On Tuesday, November 23rd, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. You had the third down uh, dime pressure package in this game. Was the, uh, we're not a dime team, we just slow playing us with this in mind, or, or did something change? Uh, no, I mean, when Jeff said it, I said maybe we should do it. Um, no, uh, you know, we, at, at that point in the season, you remember, like, we didn't have OTAs, you know, and you can, you, you want to get good at certain things and you want to be able to put guys in the right spots to function and play, but that's something that we have had when we got here. And, um, and when we decided to deploy it, we felt good about the guys in the game. And then we have stuff that's built off of, you know, the coverages and pressures from that group. And, and uh, the players, it's really about the players. The players executed the calls and, you know, it, it, the coaches did a really good job of, of us planning those, those calls out. And, but, you know, at the end of the day, the, the players make plays and that's what you saw. And that's why some of those calls worked. Making sure the guys are good at uh, the, the base stuff before sort of growing the package. Did you think about that over the arc of the season from the beginning of the year that you needed to use the beginning of the season to get good at the, the base stuff before you could build off of that? Yeah, you just you just got to be careful because we again you guys know that we play some different some different stuff and it's like okay well you know if if when you you always got to be aware of who are playing in those spots what's your backup to that if you say all right we're going to play dime all all the time on third down well if somebody gets hurt who's going in for them how does that affect where this guy has to play or this guy has to move to so you're always aware of when you have certain packages you know who's coming into those spots what guys are doing what is this guy comfortable doing that what we're asking them to do how does it fit into and that's just us how does that fit into who we're defending what we have to defend is or is it favorable matchups for us you know you start looking at the routes and the people and the protection schemes and the quarterback you know all that blends into when we deploy certain packages that's what we typically feel is the best way to to go about it so um, but you have to take all that into consideration. You can't just, you know, throw out a group and call a couple calls and hopefully it works, you know. So you, you got to go through it, and there's a process that we use to go through that. And, and um, you know, the guys that are playing in those spots have done a good job. And, and uh, again, the players are they're executing. So how much, my, how much uh, JG, how much is learning who you have from week one to week 11 versus, okay, we're playing Tom Brady this week or – what kind of pack, what kind of team a blend a, a blend of both that's a good question it's you know it's you always want to be mindful first of or what we are what are we asking our guys to do um, you know how that fits into our skill sets what we're trying to get done on defense first and then who you're defending then that throws in another wrinkle of you know, and not just the quarterback. You start talking about the O-line, the protection schemes, who you have to cover. So, you know, there's always a blend of what are our guys comfortable doing? What can we do? How can we set them up? How can we, you know, set them up in good spots to where they can function and execute and win one-on-ones? And then, then you start looking at, all right, what does this quarterback like? What does he, you know, what does he struggle with? Who does he have thrown the ball to? What's their protection scheme? So that's why you see us, we're a little bit different from week to week, and that's solely based on who we're playing and how we decide we want to try to defend them. So, 
you know, it's kind of rolls into the same thing of with your packages. It's it's always going to come down to who's up, who's playing, who we have to defend, what we have to take away, and are we doing a good job of setting it up? And you heard me say a couple times when we haven't had, you know, success like you want to, I always refer to it. It's it starts with me and the coaches where, well, you know, on on Tuesday we said this and then when we went out to practice, well, this looked good, this didn't look good. Can we adjust this a little bit? And you think that the game's going to be played a certain way and when it doesn't get played like that or, you know, we didn't set our guys up, well, we didn't give them that look in practice, you know, because it was unscouted or we didn't really detail that out with how we're playing this certain concept or whatever. That's what I mean by that is because, you know, you, you have to, again, you can't just throw up a call and say, well, hey, you know, that's that's versus one formation and one play and say, well, I hope this works. Well, it's good versus that. Yeah, okay, but then you have to adjust it out versus the other 15 formations that they give you. Or, yeah, this pressure looks good versus this protection, but, oh, by the way, in the first couple third downs of the game, they're doing something completely different. So you have to be able, and that comes on, that falls on, you know, the coaches to be able to adjust, set it up the right way first. What's our, what's our, how are we going into the game? What is our answers to when they adjust? And can we execute those calls? And, and you see, I think, you know, our guys have done a good job of knowing that pretty much going into the game. Hey, here's how we're going to start. This is what we're going to have to do. If they adjust, we're going to have to adjust and, and we go from there. So um, again, it all comes down to the players, and they're executing at a high level. What has uh, Davion meant to your defense, and uh, what's the significance of, of losing him? Yeah, it, it, it's um, he's been he's been good when he's been playing in there. You know, he's been playing winning football, and he's doing a good job. And I like how he he's physical and he's fast, and he can make plays in space. And um, but you know, I'm I'm very confident. You know, you saw Alex come in there, and and even though you saw you know Alex's snaps kind of you know go down a little bit it's a testament to, to him and the other guys that are in that room all of our guys they're all ready to play and they get themselves ready to play if you could go in you can be a starter you can be a starter in every package a starter in certain packages or you could be the pair and the spare that we talk about and you got to be able to go in and play winning football so I was really excited for Alex because when he got in there he played well and that's really a testament to him to not you know you know, sometimes when you're when your snaps get diminished, you kind of, you know, a lot of guys I've seen go in the tank a little bit, and that hasn't been him because he's got high football character, and that's the guys that we want to be here. What was it about the, the Saints matchup that made you want to go so heavy nickel and, and uh, move away from the base? Uh, we, you know, we had um, that's how I we decided we wanted to start the game, and um, you know, just for what you know having to defend Sean a little bit and who they had up available to them. Um, you know, we decided early that we wanted to start in, in sub and see how it kind of went and then start to match as the game wore on or see what they were giving us. And, and honestly, you know, what we made the decision, you saw us play a lot, not too many base snaps that game. That wasn't the intent to start when we started the week. That was not the intent, but as the flow of the game went on, we said, this is, we're doing a good job in these calls and they're not attacking some of the things that, you know, that we thought we were going to get attacked with. So we could, we could just play with that. So, you know, when your guys are, when you see myself, when you see us, you know, playing fast and physical and processing quickly and, and the hitting is on display and we're tackling well, we're taking the ball away. 
you know, I'm, I'm not going to change too much. I'll kind of, you know, ride the hot hand, I guess you could say. But, um, you know, they were executing, and we said, let's just leave it out there and play. Second half, in the second half, did you take your foot off the pedal? Did the players take their foot off the pedal? And is there a teaching point because of what happened? Well, the teaching point, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say we took our foot off the pedal. The situation in the game you know, you, you always balance, you know, what's the score, what's the time, how many possessions they have left. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to call the game a little bit differently. And the head coach is great because he's on the headset with us and saying, you know, as an offense, here's what I would be thinking. Make sure your plan is to take that away. So, you know, when you set the game plan up, you have certain calls that you like in certain situations. And as that game went on, you know, being up like we were, and then they kind of got back into it. The teaching point to our guys is, you know, on Monday and when they come back in here, we still have to execute at a little bit higher level than what we did. I thought the execution was very high in the first half. Third quarter was pretty good. Fourth quarter, I thought that we got leaky at some things, rush and cover, cover and rush. And, you know, we just got to execute a little bit better so it prevents some of those points from going on the board. And, you know, it's not even nobody's really tight in the stadium, you know, because I looked up and, you know, I see the crowd. I was like, oh, boy, this is getting a little closer than what you'd want it to be at this point in the game right now, especially where the game was, you know. And then in my mind, it's like, ah, all right, well, let's blitz them. Well, no, that's not the right thing to do because you, you give up a 50-yarder for a touchdown and no time's off the clock. That's, that's not very smart by me. So, um I don't think we took our foot off the gas. I would like to see our execution be consistent throughout the game. They made a reference to you not having a, a crowded play card or play sheet. Is that a, a, is that the case relative to other coaches? And, and, and B, what's the philosophy behind that? Who said that? I believe the broadcaster. Shalera? Yeah. Um, is that accurate? That is accurate. Uh, well, you know, we... It, it, again, you know, and, and I hear a lot of people talk about an identity and this and that, and, and Jalen, I think, said it best. It's, it's not what you call. It's not the plays. It's how you play. And, that, and we've said that from when we've got here, you know, our identity of running to the ball, out hitting people, taking the ball away, being smart. And that is always a, that's always a thing that you're working on to improve you know, in practice weekly and in games, and you, you, you guys heard me talk about, you want to be doing this as the season goes on. You don't want these big dips. You know, you play great and then you play bad. You play great. You know, you want to keep ascending and playing sound, winning football. Um, you know, some some games the sheet's a little bit more dense. Some games it's a little bit tighter. And you know, that all comes down to who you're defending, who you have, all that stuff. You know, Zach. So. Um, was the sheet tight this week? It was, you know, and you guys see my sheet. I, I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for other people, but some other guys that I know, their call sheets are a lot denser than ours. And we do that, you know, I always said in my mind, that's, that's for a reason that we keep it tight. Um, one is so our players can process and things that they haven't seen in practice or seen ever. They know how to, unso you know, they know how to solve problems on the fly, hopefully. And the second thing is, is I think it allows them to, you know, when they're on their own watching tape, they can say, okay, here's the three calls that JG's going to, we're going to be in. You know what I mean? Okay, how you play this, how you play that, how you play that. Because if you have 10 calls that you could possibly be in, 
it's hard to go through each play and say, all right, this adjustment, that adjustment, how do we play this? Well, that, is that a switch release? Is it not? You know, so you go through that, you know, with the players. And I always thought that keeping the plan tight takes off mental stress of the player, which in turn should make them play faster. And, and that's what, again, it's not what you call, it's how you, it's how you do things, it's how you play. And I think that's on us to say, hey, let's let our guys just get our feet in the grass and play. This is the second week in a row that we've seen a, a roughing the passer, and it seems like it has to do with the strike zone. Man. Have you guys had to work on, on that or just to Yeah, it's, it's, we, we talk about it all the time, and we drill it, and you got to practice it, and that's another bang-bang, Jeff. It's like, man, that's, you know, it could go either way, you know. And, um, you know, I know the refs have a hard job, and they call what they call, but we just got to continue to educate our players and, you know, this is how we have to hit quarterbacks. This is how we have to not land on them. This is what we have to do with our hands. You know, I saw the one we're watching somebody um, play the play uh, the quarter the play Daniel Jones, and he's a free runner. And you could tell they coach it to to get your to get your pass hand up. You know, and the guy kind of elevates, and he doesn't even really hit him, and his hand comes down, and he smacks him in the mouth. It's like, oh. Jeez, you know, it's a tough one, you know. But um, that's that's a tough penalty. Those are bang, bang. And it's that's always, yes, Jeff, you, you have to. We got to continue to educate our players and and not, you know, try to stay out of those situations where it's now it's 50-50. You know, you see the refs talking to each other. Are we calling that or not, you know? Ah, it looked pretty violent. He was up around the head and neck area, you know. And then it comes out late. And I think that's why you saw the reaction from the crowd because it wasn't thrown right away. Um but I did see the woman's reaction. My, 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 my wife, I walked in the door, and she says, man, I love Philadelphia. But um, so I said, so do I. So, but, uh, yeah, so we just, we just got to continue. That's the smarts. You know, we got to continue to, you know, coach that and do better at those things. And, and again, though, understanding that those bang-bang plays happen and just got to, you know, get that a little bit better because those are, you know, those are costly penalties. Linebackers earlier this season. How much of the why was relayed to Alex, and how did he handle it then? Yeah, he handled it good. I mean, it, you know, he understand he still had a, a very big role on this defense, and that can increase at any time. And and he basically, you know, when Davion kind of his rep count went up, Alex says, "I'll be ready to go when you guys need me, and I'm going to be a star within my role." And that that's why he went in there and played well, because a lot of times you see guys that come in you know and they don't play well they're typically not prepared to play and this guy is ready to play at all all the time and he's and like I said he's got high football character and he'll he'll you know his snaps will increase with Davion being out now a little bit and he's going to play well yeah he's he's played well he's learning on the job you know there's a couple plays I'm sure he wants back um but it, and and I think with Zach you know it's that off not having that off season hurts the young guys you know it hurts rookies it hurts first second third year guys that haven't played a lot of snaps because those you know snaps are very valuable and game reps are even more valuable you know and and what I like from Zach is you know in the preseason he, he gave up some plays in the preseason, and you saw him correct that and adjust that. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep getting him reps and, and play winning football for us as far as, you know, get on the right people, do the right things in the coverages, you know, to keep your eyes right. You know, sometimes, 
you know, he's, he's, had a, he's done a really good job of improving his eye discipline. And, you know, Denard and, and DK, he's on those guys about details, you know. And, uh, and Zach's doing a good job of taking those details and the production and the playmaking will start to come. Okay, thank you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.